the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast, an emergency podcast. It's like London buses, you know, you don't get a podcast from us for about two or three months and then the free come within a week. Um, I'm Luke Turrell and I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by pod legend Kevin Smith. Kevin, how are you doing, mate? Mr. Tyrrell, listen, when the call comes in saying, can you do an emergency pod? You just have to do it, my friend. So I am absolutely delighted to be joining you at this time of the afternoon to uh, be doing this piece of work. So delighted to be with you, my friend. Cheers, Kev. I, mean, I know our listeners have, have, have missed you and have asked, you know, when's Kev's returning? So there'll be many pe- happy people on Twitter and Instagram that will be uh, <laughs> delighted to have you back in their ears. Um, yeah, that's because my guess... mum keeps ringing in. You know that. You know that. It's only that, my mum who true. rings in. We know that. That's, that's, that, that's true. Your, your mum's our only listener. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I wish we were doing this pod in sort of happier circumstances. But, you know, the news broke eight o'clock this morning that um, Roy Hodgson has rejoined Crystal Palace as manager until the end of the season. Um, there was a, a nice comment from Roy on the uh, on the Palace website saying it's a privilege to be asked to return to the club, which has always meant so much to me and given me the important task of turning around a team's fortunes. Our sole objective is now to start winning matches and get the points necessary to ensure our Premier League status. So, look, this is a short-term deal. It will be to the end of the season. The remit is to um, stay in the league. Can I get your reaction to, I guess, first off, Vieira sacking and now disappointment? What were your initial thoughts? Okay, yeah, certainly, uh, Luke. So I'll be honest with you, mate. When the the news broke about Patrick on Friday morning last week, obviously I was sad for him because I think he's been fantastic for the club. But obviously, with the greatest respect, when you know you haven't won in twelve games and we haven't won this year and it hasn't been particularly attractive we all know that football at this end of the season is about staying in the premiership and and the fact that we've not pushed on in eight nine weeks really from being in 12th place and now we are very precariously and very much involved in a a nine-team dogfight um the writing was on the wall I think I was a bit surprised it was on the Friday morning but but you know the reality of it is I'm really I'm sad for Patrick um, because I think he was fantastic for us and I think it was brilliant when he came to the club. Um, but you know we are where we are and we need to stay in the Premier League. You and I were were there at Wembley ten years ago in May when we came back up and we know how hard it can be if you fall out of the Premier League. Forget your parachute payments; it's still tough. So um, something had to change. Um, I saw. Um, Steve Parrish leaving um, Beckenham on the Friday on the Sky Sports. I thought, as always, very measured, very professional, very respectful. Um, and I think it's it's a sensible appointment bringing in Roy um, for this short-term period. I mean, I appreciate you can look at the press and what they're saying about, oh, you know, he didn't keep Watford up. But I, I do think it's a different remit to keep Crystal Palace up uh, and the situation we've got. And I know we'll come on to it, mate, but we've got we've got 10 F, we've got 10 cup finals, right? Five at home, five away. And we've got to find 13 points realistically. So, you know, whichever way you cut that, what's that? Four wins and a draw. So let, let, let's see where from there. What, what was your thoughts, my friend? 
So I know you haven't listened to the podcast that Matthew and I did on on Sunday yet after the Arsenal game, but you know we talked about Roy then because obviously the rumours were were around. Um, obviously they they were sort of got stronger last night before the announcement was made at eight o'clock this morning. And, and look, I, I understand it. Um, I think that a bit of perspective needs to be given to to some some of the fans who are perhaps not too happy with the um, the appointment in the sense that this is a reappointment of the most successful Premier League manager that Crystal Palace has ever had. You know, nobody else has kept Crystal Palace in the league for four seasons and on, you know, a ridiculously tight budget that, that Roy was given, a tough hand that Roy was given. I always did joke, you know, when Vieira was taken over that what would Roy do with the £65 million which uh, Patrick Vieira was given um, last summer or summer before last, I should say, and that's sort of investment in the squad. But, you know, we are where we are. I'm, I, I've got confidence in Roy. I think that, something needed to change at the club, um, whether it just be a, a, a fresh impetus, a fresh uh, set of ideas, you know, training drills, whatever it may be. Mm. And we know Roy and Ray will go back to basics. Uh, we know that um, that Paddy McCarthy is going to stay, I think, as as uh, first-team coach. Darren Powell is going to take over as as under-21 manager, under-21 coach. Um, and obviously, obviously, Ray Lewington coming back in, We've got many fond memories of Ray standing on the sideline in his shorts and all weather, shouting, bellowing, you know, throughout COVID. He was the soundtrack yeah. to uh, to our Palace uh, Palace matches that we watched. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you called it exactly right, mate. You know, 10 cup finals and, and April is huge for Palace. You know, Leicester, yeah. Leeds, Southampton, uh, is it Everton, Everton Wolves and, and West Ham. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. You know, yeah. all, all, all teams there in the relegation dogfight with us. Um I mean, given Roy's record, you can can you understand the appointment? Um... Yeah, I absolutely can, Luke. To be honest with you, and 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 I think, as you say, the fact that it's it's the double act back together with Ray with him, as you said, you and I and Matt went through all those COVID games uh, when we were watching him on good old BT Sport on various places, and the reality of it was the the overwhelming thing was. Raise voice, you know, and and obviously shorts uh, in all weathers, as we know. So the reality of it is, I I think it's a I think it's a it's a sensible move. Um, certainly to the end of the season, I think um, the key thing is is we know that you know Roy will be shrewd at the back. But I think as as I think I've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think we've only conceded ten goals, or they we'd only conceded something like ten goals in. In or, or nine goals in 10 games, something before the Arsenal game. And the reality mm. of it is, you know, we all know this is fine margins. You know, even at Arsenal, we hit the post, what, in the first few minutes, it comes off the post. If it hits Ramsdale and goes in, I'm not saying for one moment we would have gone on and held on to the game, but you've got something to hold on to there. So so I, I think we're in a good place. I mean, Leicester, the, the Leicester game's massive. I think the timing is good in that obviously he's going to have a week, 10 days to get those drills where he needs them to be. Um, I think what's then quite helpful, I think, mate, is we go away to Leeds and away to Southampton. And I don't think it's a bad thing that we've got two games on the road straight after Leicester. Um, Because obviously, you know, who knows? You come away with some points out of those, or you stop your opposite, you stop your rivals taking points. That's that's quite a key thing. Um, so you know, I I think it's a good appointment. I think obviously long term, with the greatest respect, 
I'd like us to be a little bit more ambitious with what we're going to do. But again, we've all been there, and I don't mean this to be disrespectful to our South London neighbours, but you have to be careful what you wish for. I will just be very happy if we can survive and then reassess over the summer uh, and go from there. So I, I do think it's a, it's a safe appointment in the, in the current climate. And as you say, and as I think we'd covered off on one of our palace things today with, with our WhatsApps, in Roy we trust, you know. So I'm Absolutely. quite comfortable in that context. Yeah, well, there's a couple of points you picked up there, mate. Also, please, the BT Sport got their shout out. I'm sure they'll be uh, giving you your tenner in the post. They don't send me any money these days. So they haven't done for a long time. I think they owe you 60 quid, don't they? They um, do, mate. But... <laughs> You picked up there about sort of being defensively sound and, and look, you're right, the Palace haven't, that's not the end area of the pitch where Palace have had problems. It, it's been the opposite end, you know. Um, but I just think that, like I said, fresh ideas were needed. And look, if you can't, if you can't win, don't lose. And I think Roy is, is very much of that build from the back mentality, whereas Patrick Vieira was sort of a bit more, um, his thinking was a bit more attacking. That obviously didn't materialise into performances and goals and that was ultimately what what cost him his job um but i guess the main thing that come out of one of the main things come out today was that how, how divided some of the fans are on this you know there are mm. people who have the opinion of you and i that um you know this is a sensible appointment that they feel feel that you know we've got a better chance of safety and survival given this appointment there are others that feel that we regressed um given that you know you're replacing patrick Vieira with with the man that he replaced yeah. Um, albeit Patrick Vieira wasn't wasn't first, second, third, or even fourth choice uh, when he first got the job. Yeah. Um, so I, I do understand that to, to some extent. But one of the things I wanted to talk about with you today as well was that I'm I'm a little bit disappointed looking at social media, looking at some of the the, the message boards, the amount of disrespect and an amount of ageism actually uh, yeah. pointed towards Roy Hodgson. You know, I think that um, Roy Hodgson CVE. Let's not forget. He, he, he deserves a lot more respect from from a lot of Crystal Palace fans, and and you know the the tweets and the memes about him, you know, needing a Zimmer frame, and is he is he is he, you know, is he going to survive this, you know, uh, this sort of thing? It 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 doesn't sit well with me, and I think yeah. the Palace fans were better than that, aren't we? Yeah. Well, look, look, there's there's a couple of things there to unpick, Luke, if if you don't mind me saying. So first things first, let's not do age when you're talking to me. You've already said I look like the milk tray man, the way I'm dressed. I think I look very <laughs> sharp, actually, today. But, uh, you know, I, I'm at 53. I feel I'm afraid I'm, I am allowed to look like this. So, you know, you you youngsters who laugh at me, but thank you. But, uh, but on a very serious note, I think a couple of things I'd like to say on it. Um, first things first, social media, whatever, the reality of it is... You know as well as I do, Sellers Park will be rocking and every Crystal Palace fan, every genuine Crystal Palace fan, I believe, will get behind Roy when they need to because ultimately it's the team. It's not about who's running it. It's what we do on the pitch and, and where we go from there. So I think people will get behind and we'll, we'll have our five cup finals at home. And, our, you know, the atmosphere, I just wish I could get a ticket for some of those away games because it, it will be electric. It will be tense. But that's what that's why we want to be in the Premier League. Right. And that's why it's so important that we stay in here. So I, I do believe that, um, you know, the building out from the back is the right way. And, and, you know, particularly some younger fans. And I appreciate I don't know, you know, from the social media, what the demographic is of people who are sort of being a bit disrespectful. But the reality of it is the money involved is absolutely huge. And, you know, I think sometimes people forget this is 10 seasons in the Premier League for Crystal Palace. It's just unprecedented. 
You know, if you look back to the Coppel era where we had four or five seasons and we went down in that 93 year, you know, we even then you thought, wow, this is this is massive for Palace. We've doubled that. And it's really integral to our development uh, that we stay in the division. So I, I don't have too much of an issue with that. What I would like to say, if I may, which I think is is worth not necessarily a discussion, but just a point to make is with Roy coming back, I think, you know, a lot's been made of, you know, he had good relationship, obviously, with a lot of the players and a lot of those young players are still there. Now, one of those who I would hope might really step up again in a nice way is Eze. Because in a, in a nice way, you know, we all know he was on the verge of uh, an England call-up before that horrendous injury he got. He's come back. He's he's done a bit. He's been on the peripheral. He's got a few goals. Or, sorry, got the goal, at, certainly at Brentford. I think he scored the header and done a few bits. So, you know, we all know that we could all say, did the players do enough to get, you know, for Vieira? No player goes out there, in my honest belief, and doesn't give their all to try and do what's right for the club. And, and I believe people like Eze and that will possibly even step up a little bit more, hopefully. Certainly Wilf, I think, will get a, not necessarily a new lease, but will be, you know, if, if Wilf can't look at this over the next 10 games, we, we know he's already a god in Palace's eyes. We know how important he's going to be for us over the next, you know, over the next two months. You know, if we can get one or two of our flair players building on and getting a bit of confidence and momentum then, you know, as you say, by the end of April, with the greatest respect, if things went really well, you know, we could be almost safe, Luke. And, you know, I yeah. know that's what we need to be getting towards. But, you know, let, let, let's let's look at it from a positive point of view and, and take it from there, mate. Certainly. And the essay point is, is, is a good one there, Kev, because I think arguably Roy oversaw the best performances that Eze's put in in the Absolutely. Shirt. You know, Absolutely. I think obviously he was very unlucky with the injury that which, which he suffered at the end of his tenure but I think that um, in his first season you know Roy was very careful to, to blood him um, here and there and then obviously he then started games and he had, he had a really good run and perhaps he was one of the players that sort of regressed under Patrick Vieira and the squad's an interesting point as well and we know that Roy obviously in his last time here uh, had an ageing squad we had the, the oldest squad in the Premier League and there has been a huge turnover of staff and players in that time. But you've got to think, looking at sort of the Joel Wards, you know, um, I don't think Jack, we're going to see too much of James Tompkins. But I think Gay and Addison at the back mm. there, Mitch will probably stay as it is. But you wonder if you're going to see more of Luka Milivojevic, you know, whether James McArthur might come back in. Jeffrey Schlapp's obviously a, a favourite with every manager that, that he plays for. Um, and the, uh, the, the sort of position up front, because obviously that's where Palace had their problems, you know, in, in terms of the very top front line yeah. um, Mateta was never really favoured by Roy so I do wonder what's going to happen with him because we haven't got many options so whether we might see a 4-4-2 with Ayu and, and Edward and Mateta mm. being the, sort of the backup option but there are a number of players that haven't appeared under Roy so it'll be interesting to see how I appreciate it's only 10 games but how they perform and how they develop in his, ten, in his tenure you know, I think of sort of Decore uh, uh, Amada um you know, uh, Hughes came in, didn't he? Lakonga's come in, Elise, mm. uh, Chris Richards. Um, I, I don't know if Kleine was there towards him, wasn't he? But, you know, there mm. were a lot of players that haven't like, yeah. perhaps played under Roy or played much under Roy. So there's an opportunity here for, for them to really yeah. push on, isn't there? I, th I think the thing is, Luke, and, and I think I sort of tried to allude to it a little while ago, um, 
you know, when do we play Leicester? Is it 10 days time? I think it's, is it the international week on Saturday? Yeah. yeah. So it's a yeah. week Saturday. So if you think about it, he's got 10 days really um, to be in the training ground. And you and I know that's where he's at his happiest training yeah. ground, working it out. Now he'll, he'll have, you know, he's a, he's a wily old Fox. Um, although I don't want it to be a Fox on that day because that's Leicester. Um, but <laughs> what, what he will do is, you know, he will be looking at those. He'll be talking to the likes of Patrick. Um, sorry, Patrick. <laughs> I meant to say Paddy McCarthy. You can edit that out if you like, because that was a, an old man slip. But I, I was thinking Paddy, not Patrick. So forgive me. I was thinking right. Irish, you see. So Patrick, that's what I was thinking. So Paddy McCarthy, he'll be getting their thoughts, but ultimately he'll have an idea of how he wants to set them up. And as you say, you've mentioned a whole plethora of names there who, you know, everyone's got a chance. I mean, I think he'll stay safe with what he needs to do, but you know, certainly some of those names, I think you talked a few weeks ago about possibly, hopefully, Jimmy Mack coming back. Yeah. And and what we seem to have lacked, haven't we, for quite some time is a leader on the pitch. So the reality of it is, you know, a Jimmy Mack or a voice, because he was the only other voice you ever really used to hear apart from Ray, um, yeah. balling everyone out in a good way and absolutely supporting them and driving them and pushing them. So, you know, I, th- I think, you know, the work that will be done at Beckenham over the next seven days, in my opinion, will either keep us in the Premier League or not, because that's where the hard work will be done. And then it will just be going out and doing, executing whatever the game plan is that they've come up with. But I I think the good thing about us as a club is, as you say, Darren Powell's in there, you know, appreciate with the 21s, you know, Paddy's there. Uh, my understanding, and I might be wrong, Sean Derry was never actually, Sean's on gardening leave, right? Is that apparently correct? Apparently so, yeah. Apparently so that's, I'm, that's what I'm, not, I'm not saying again that it would, but what, you know, again, if, 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 if rumours true that possibly he stood up to Vieira, I don't know how true that is, but if, he, if that is true, then maybe, you know, someone who you cut in half and pretty much red and blue as well with the dairies of this world, you know, they could be good around the ground because we all know as well, it's not just about what, who's playing on the pitch. It's what the, the mentality is, what the, the culture is. And this culture, they've got to be as thick as these for the next two and a bit months. It almost feels like the siege mentality we had, it was going to have to be like when we lost 10 points flying up to Newcastle and you've got the Darren Ambroses and, and the that team that stuck, stuck together and then went and got that draw up at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, now, I don't think we're quite in that bad situation, but, you know, that's the mentality. It's got to be that we are in this together. Um, and Palace have been renowned for that over many, many years. You know, when we're in administration, you know, if you look at the, what the Andy Linnigans and people like that did, playing for the club for no money, Lombardo didn't really want to go, let's be honest, but had to go with all the things. So in adversity, Palace come together. And, and that's what I hope we will see. Uh, but this next seven days, in my honest opinion, is absolutely crucial down at the training ground. I, I hope you're right there, mate, because I think, I think we, we talked on the podcast about sort of this murmurings of sort of, Toxicity coming into the fan base, you know, there were people weren't happy and there was 
you know, booing at, at uh, Brighton. Actually, a few games this season, mainly down to the performances. And when that happens, it's very difficult for a club to turn it around. And that was probably the start of the writing on the wall for, for Patrick Vieira. Um, and it's hope that, you know, that all fans will unite, get behind uh, Roy and, and uh, the players because they need us now more than ever. You know, yes. that siege mentality. And, and like you said, there there are comparisons to 20, 2010 in the sense that Patrick Vieira has, has gone and so is his coaching staff. So there, there are huge gaps in the training ground now, which which Roy needs to, Roy needs to fill. Obviously, there's Ray, Darren Powell, Paddy McCarthy. But, you know, like you say, Sean Derry, it may be that he comes back because we certainly need some bodies. But um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Can I ask, Luke, is it, and again, I, I might have got this wrong. Am I right in thinking the only member of the coaching staff retained was Dean Kiley, the goalkeeping coach? Uh, because I understand, yeah. Because if that is the case, then obviously that's really important for the young man who's come in as well. Because yeah. I don't know how the situation is with Guaita's injury, but by all accounts, the young man had a really good game at Brighton. I, you know, and he, he might be—I don't know how his confidence is after two games of obviously conceded seven goals. But but the reality of it is, you know, to have someone experienced around him, if you know, if if we have got an injury there, I don't know how far uh, Johnson is away from coming back as well. But but you know, everyone has got to club together, get together, get behind the team. And, and, you know, as we've said, it's, it's 10 cup finals, mate, end of. Uh, and, and this is why we play football. You know, it's, it's going to be as much as I don't want to be in a relegation dogfight. It's going to be if you're a neutral, the next two months in the premiership is going to be more exciting down the bottom than it is at the top. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the reality from my view. So fingers crossed in Roy, we trust. OK, we can do this. We got this. You know, and if not, if we can't get Roy to deliver, we'll go and get that dog that you spoke to on the pod two months, two two sessions ago, who ate all your crisps and um and and got more mentions than I did. But although you didn't know the dog's name, which was disappointing, we didn't, mate. Unfortunately, but no, he was just there for the crisps. But no, you made you made a couple of good points. I mean, I think obviously with the goalkeeper coach Dean Kiley. I mean, goalkeeping coaches obviously they they train separately, didn't they? And then they join in for the sort of the, the bigger sessions. So I, I don't think there was any uh, doubt in sort of his um, ability or, or his sort of connections with Vieira. He was sort of always going to be an important part. And Joe Whitworth, as you say, you know he's a a baptism of fire against Brighton and then Arsenal. But I was listening to the goalkeepers' union podcast with Richard Lee earlier and he was full of praise for him saying that how how confident he looks how you know that he's been watching him for a while and he and he he looks uh, an excellent goalkeeper and this will um this little stint he's had in the first team because I understand uh Guayas is out with a hamstring injury probably only about 10 days so he will be back for the Leicester game I understand so you know this 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 spell of a couple of games that he's had will no doubt help him know in next season in getting a championship load hopefully yeah um, and will develop him for the future because you know it, it, it's every boy's dream to play for the club that they supported and the lovely bits on social media we saw of him sort of being a ball boy at, at Palace yeah. and celebrating with Wilfred Zaha and then obviously then playing against Brighton and this this make no doubt about it he has played excellently albeit he's conceded what is it five goals I think that he has yeah five um, sorry isn't it of course it is yeah no he, he has been uh, very confident you know he's made some very good saves I think even in his his parry and the ones that he can't catch that mm. he's parried him into areas where um, where it's sort of out of danger so um, high hopes for him for the future that's for yeah. sure and, and one of the few positives to come out of this uh, yeah absolutely history. absolutely well the thing about goalkeepers is there's a saying be ready to be lucky and um, you know and he's taken his opportunity 
you know, if, if you as a childhood Palace fan, as you said, and there was some great footage, appreciate what you said. But if you'd said, right, you're going to wake up and you're going to play against Brighton away when Brighton are going for Champions League. Let's not let's not let's not go past that. Brighton are playing some phenomenal football this season. And and any neutral, I know I'm not allowed to say this on our podcast, but any neutral would be looking at them saying, wow, they're, they're having a hell of a season, which they are, which is fantastic. And to then go and play. And then you're going to go and play at the Emirates against the team that are going for the top of the league. You'd think, how many magic mushrooms has that guy had? But, but, but no, that's, that has just happened to our thing. So, you know, and, and, he, and he's embraced it and he did it well. So as you say, Luke, it's a real positive. I think what we've just got to keep building now is positivity. Because I, I think I said before the Arsenal game, I, I think we all knew that the Arsenal game with the best will in the world is probably a write-off as, as it turned out to be. But if you possibly get back-to-back wins, all of a sudden the world feels very, very different. And if we can just, you know, the reality is we, we need 13 points realistically, all right? 13 points from 10 games. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Definitely, and let's hope, let's hope we can get there. Okay, well, Kev, absolutely delighted to have you back on the podcast. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Pleasure, again. mate, to speak to you, and thank you for asking me, mate. Always a pleasure to speak to our fans, and obviously to speak to you and your thank brother, you although he's not there yet. No, he's not. He's not, mate. He's left us an alert today, but um, let's hope we can have you again on the podcast for the end of the season. Uh, hopefully, in person, we can have a couple of beers. And oh, do, uh, that would be nice. Mate. I'd love That'd to. Be nice, wouldn't it? Would love to. Yeah. Listeners, thank you very much for listening at Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We will have another podcast for you uh, this week on Sunday. I'm going out to Denmark to watch SBR versus Friends. So there's a very important game in there, uh, race for promotion. Um, so uh, keep following us on the socials to see that. Um, but until then, Kev, up the up palace. The, the Six Pointer Podcast. Uh-huh.